lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in here today live and on demand here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. I am Steve Dace. He is Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. Let us know who you are and what you think. There we go. About what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, uh, MeWe Parlor and Gab. Follow me on Twitter and Getter at Steve Dace Show. I saw a clip this morning of De- former Congressman Devin Nunez, who is running allegedly Trump's Truth Social. You wouldn't know it. He doesn't post there. He never talks about it. But it's allegedly his social media platform. And I saw that Devin Nunez was inviting Elon Musk and saying, hey, if you really want to do something about free speech, join Truth Social. (laughs) Right now, Mr. Nunez, there's about 700,000 people Wait, literally, literally about 700,000 people of which I am one waiting to join Truth Social. It's not as easy as it sounds. Know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people trying to join. Maybe that's why Trump doesn't post. He can't get on. I got an idea. Can we get Nunez and the people at Truth Social to go run the border down there? Because maybe they can keep them from getting in. Oh, they know how to keep a crowd out. They keep a crowd out. How about that? I'm feeling you. Uh, See, we're off to a great start. Thank you very much. Uh, Coming up on today's program. Well, first, you know what? We're going to lead off talking about this really quick. Our our, our new partners over at Tyga Coolers, because what a day to be talking about them. Because here in the Midwest, we might actually see snow later today. Yep. So I know March snow puts me on edge. When it happens in April, I kind of just laugh. You know, because at that point, it's just kind of like gallows humor. You know what I'm saying? And I've had enough spring that it doesn't bother me as much. But someday, someday it will be warm here uh, in uh, the Midwest. Someday it will be summer. Now, uh, those of you that are living down south or on the West Coast, it's warm for you all the time. So whenever summer or spring uh, finally arrives to wherever you live, our friends over at Tiger Cooler, Tiger Coolers, uh, a veteran-owned cooler company made right here in the U.S., employing actual Americans. They can customize coolers for you. They did it for the three of us, and I think all three of us liked the options that, uh, that they we were given Got there. Got some good use out of mine this weekend. Did you? No, well, yeah. yeah, with the move. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, these are absolutely phenomenal, and they're just good old-fashioned American patriots just like you. So uh, they've got everything in stock right now. No supply chain issues whatsoever. All right. So if you are looking for one for you, uh, for your family, these make great gifts as well. All right. Tyga Coolers is where you want to go. T-A-I-G-A. Tyga. That's how it's spelled. T-A-I-G-A. TaigaCoolers.com. Again, you want to head over to TaigaCoolers.com. All right, coming up on today's show, we will begin our weekly game of buy, sell, or hold. At the bottom of the hour, we'll be joined later in the program by the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, the one and only Daniel Horowitz. But before we get to all of those zany hijinks, we begin, as we always do, with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. 
have ears to hear, let them hear. Joe Biden was in Iowa yesterday trying yet again to lay the blame for record inflation and unprecedented rises in energy costs on Vladimir Putin when this happened. It's not hyperbole. It's about being made in America. A lot of that has to do with this industry. For those of you listening, while Biden was delivering his screed, a bird pooped on him. Speaking of bird poop, the 8.5% inflation rate year over year, the worst since 1981, is already bad enough. But charts like this really put into perspective how bad things have become. This is the Flexible Price Consumer Price Index, measuring the price of goods and services whose price changes quickly, minus food and energy. Already, this crisis is about twice as worse as the 1970s stagflation crisis. In New York City, a radical black nationalist got on a subway dressed as an MTA employee, dropped smoke bombs, and opened fire. At least 10 people were shot, some in critical condition, but all expected to survive. NYPD says they're not investigating the incident as terrorism. The suspect was reported to be known to the FBI. This story will go the way of the Waukesha black nationalist terrorist attack and be out of the news by, say, five minutes ago. Checking in on the World Economic Forum's resident Joseph Mengele. I'm not sure there'll still be genders uh, in 50 or 100 or 150 years. Uh, with this new ability to re-engineer, to create bodies and brains and minds as the basic products of the 21st century economy, today it's still very primitive. You sit in front of the computer and it's a two-dimensional reality. But in 30 years, 50 years, uh, more and more of a life might be transferred into a three-dimensional virtual reality, which provides people with far more excitement and far more interest than the drab life in the outside world in an economy where they are no longer needed and a political system which, in which they have no power. That's Yuval Noah Harari, basically Klaus Schwab's right-hand philosopher. His lectures are chock-full of dystopian junk like that. And now this, here's a mainstream Australian TV channel's sports coverage from a few evenings ago. Ollie wants to, just to watch this space at this stage, nothing coming out of the Port Adelaide team this morning came over. He's subbing out of the game on Thursday night for nausea slash heart reasons. He spent time in hospital and yeah, it's just a, it's a big unknown as to, as to when he will play again. It may be as soon as this week, but nothing coming out of the club at this stage. There's a lot stage. of this going on in world sport at the moment. Well, in the world. World sport. Yeah, I, I think a lot of athletes have got these issues. And are you, Brownie, referring to the booster shots and the, the booster contracting shots, of COVID? But it's not, it's not just the heart issues. I mean, like, you know, without delving into your private affairs, um, you know, you've got Bell's yeah. palsy at the moment, which hopefully yeah. you're on the back yeah. end of that. But there's a bit of that going around as well. Yeah, exactly. It's got heart issues and Bell's palsy has gone through the roof uh, since the, the boosters and, and COVID issues. Back stateside, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Sitt signed a bill yesterday banning all baby killing in the state with no exceptions for rape or incest. As governor, I represent all four million Oklahomans and they overwhelmingly support protecting life in the state of Oklahoma. We want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. Uh, we want to outlaw abortion 
in the state of Oklahoma. Two weeks into the launch of CNN Plus, CNN's digital streaming service, fewer than 10,000 people are using it on a daily basis. To put that into some perspective, Don Lemon on Monday night was CNN's highest rated show, coming in at number 49 overall in cable news ratings. He averaged 643,000 viewers. CNN Plus's total daily user base is 64.3 times fewer people than the 49th highest rated show on cable TV. And that's what happened while we were away. By the way, when you see Don Lemon there, surrounded by a couple of Fox News programs whose names you would know, those are like their replay shows. When they're like replayed overnight. Correct. Yeah, that's that's the company that uh, he keeps. I'll have more to say about that here in uh, in just a second. First, though, our friends over at My Patriot Supply want you to be prepared for the next time. When it could never happen here, happens here. They're already warning about food shortages. Aaron just told you stagflation, a, a word that if you're in Aaron's generation, you don't ever remember hearing that word before. Todd, you and I in our generation remember hearing that as little children, but we haven't heard it since then. It's all the rage now with the managed decay that we call a Western democracy and pretty much all of them at this point. That's why. Make sure you are ready to go with peace of mind from our friends at My Patriot Supply. Get $150 off their three-month emergency food kit packed with a wide variety of delicious meals, three square meals a day, snacks as well, 2,000 calories a day for you and everyone uh, in your household. Get $150 off and free shipping right now uh, when you order that uh, from our friends there at preparewithdace.com. D-E-A-C-E, preparewithdace.com. Again, head over there uh, and make sure you've got that peace of mind. It'll last up to 25 years with proper storage at preparewithdace.com. Hey, coming up today in our overtime, uh, folks, it turns out that don't say gay is real. It's just a policy from Hollywood to appease Chinese censors. We kid you not. Shocked. Don't say gay is a real thing. Are they always guilty of what they accuse everybody else of every single time? The evil is always guilty of what it accuses it good of every single time. Don't say gay is a real policy. It's just actually from Hollywood to appease China. All right, so we'll get into that today in the overtime. BlazeTV.com slash Dace will record it for you. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you'll be able to watch it there later today. We'll record it right after today's program and then upload it for you later at BlazeTV.com slash Dace. If you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber, you can also head over to BlazeTV.com slash Dace to become one at a discount at BlazeTV.com slash Dace. All right, let's get to it here, folks. And what was in the montage, I, I want to put the CNN Plus numbers into perspective, if I could. All right. This thing's only two weeks old. CNN had upwards of a billion dollars of investment capital set aside for this venture. You've heard of delusions of grandeur. You just witnessed a delusion of adequacy. Okay. But I want to put that 10000 in perspective for you okay from 2002 to 2006 i hosted an afternoon drive time sports talk radio show on a 5000 watt am station here in des moines which at the time was the 86th largest radio 
market in the country. All right. 5,000 watts. That's about, uh, what, 10 times smaller than most of you listening to whatever. Uh, right. If you're listening to your channel, yeah, Buck and Clay yep. or Bongino, you know, who I think are the shows that are on the time that we tape live. Yep. OK, for the two big uh, terrestrial radio companies, Cumulus and iHeart. All right. They're going to be on 50,000 watt stations all over the country. Yep. Right. OK. Yeah, I was not on one of those. OK. And it was Des Moines where there's no major league professional sports. OK. 86th largest market. We averaged about 15 to 17,000 uh, total listeners per day for that show. That's almost twice what CNN Plus is getting right now. A 5,000 watt sports station in the 86th largest market. And we almost doubled that audience. For CNN's online venture. I was sure hiring Chris Wallace yeah. was going to be pure gold. I'm shocked. More than No more than 10,000 people want to watch him every day. This is, uh, you know, one of the things I love about uh, the NFL draft is there's a lot of fan tropes during a college football season. And, they, and the same tropes get started, trotted out every year. You sent me an article. It was a Yahoo Sports did the thing about three or four years ago, Aaron, on the college football fan calendar. All right? Oh, yeah. And one of yep. them is if we win our bowl <laughs> yeah. game, everybody's coming back and we're a young team. I mean, every every fan yep. base does this. All right. And so over the, the course of the calendar, we, these fan tropes get recycled. But you get to the NFL draft. Homie don't care about any of that, man. All truth gets revealed. What's a guy really weigh? What, how, how tall is a guy really? What's the film actually say? The, none of this, all the fan tropes and the stuff that we don't talk about with one another within, because it's, well, it might be mean to the kids or, you know, we want to support the, the, the NFL franchises don't care about any of that. It's a dissection. And you guys know I'm a, I'm, I'm a truth addict. I love truth. I just love the truth. I love knowing what it is, even if it's bad and it's not what I want to hear about the, the teams and players and issues that I care about. All right. That's what a free market is supposed to supply for us here on the news side of things in the real world. The problem is we don't have too many of those free markets. Okay. And I know 640,000 viewers for Don Lemon on CNN sounds like a lot, but given what's called the carriage, okay, or the distribution size of CNN's platform, that is, that is nothing. And in any other era would have had you fired 70 times by now. But Don Lemon isn't hired to produce ratings. That's not a free market anymore. He is hired by whoever ultimately funds CNN from the background in order to promote the narrative that they prefer. And they don't care about ratings. Whatever the ratings they get, that's just gravy. It's just about using their platform for a narrative. That's all they care about. They're not even looking at ratings half the time. But when you launch a new endeavor that doesn't have that built-in cachet yet, I mean, because your name is CNN, you can get some dopey, white, suburban, college-educated woman who's the ad buyer for a company to, to go ahead and pay you a huge ad rate, you know, for feminine products to advertise on CNN just because you're called CNN, where there is no amount of rating that a Tucker Carlson could ever actually document and get that he could get the same client. You see what I'm uh -huh. saying? Just because she's never buying that show, no matter what 
Tucker's actual ratings are, which are, what's he got, 4 million viewers a night? Yeah. So we're so we're talking, what is it, seven times mm-hmm. the, the audience that Don Lemon has, okay, or nearly seven times. She's never buying it. It doesn't matter. That's why Mike Lindell is on every cust- every spot of, of, of Tucker Carlson's show. Okay, He's, she's she's never buying that. That that's who most of your media buyers are, and that woman's never buying that. All right, she's all in for dementia Joe and the managed decay. It wouldn't matter if Tucker had ten million uh, people watching an episode; she'd never buy. Wouldn't put her client on it for free. Actually, she's going to buy Don Lemon instead because that's her narrative. And there's a cachet name with CNN, right? Mm -hmm. But when you launch a new endeavor, it doesn't have that built in cachet. It has some carry over because of the name. But now it's not automatically on in every airport in America. And I can't tell you how less unbearable air travel has become. Since CNN is not on in every airport in America anymore, but see CNN, and then you got to you got you got to pay. There's no so they've got an ability to promote it, which makes those numbers seem even worse. Because you know, because you know they're promoting the poop out of it, right? So this just is this is straight up peer to peer. Do people want this? There's there's no built in cachet there in, in in radio ratings. This is some inside baseball, but I think you guys will be fascinated to know this. There was a massive shakeup in radio ratings about 10, 15 years ago when when it was Arbitron still before Nielsen bought them. They switched over from the diary books that you would fill out. OK, and that's how we'd get radio ratings. And then a lot of people be could you know, you'd, you'd have to, you know, w- what stations you listen to. And a lot of times just the stations that were the heritage radio stations that you you, you just remembered the names because you'd fill these diaries out at the last minute. Their ratings would be like through the roof, like WGN, get like a 12 share in Chicago and been charged 700 bucks for a 30 second spot. OK, well, then they went to portable PPMs or, or so these things where people could portably you would now track in real time what they were listening to. And you know what happened to the ratings of a lot of these heritage radio stations like WGN in Chicago when it came down to are people actually listening to this or are they just writing it down at the last minute because they're so used to the name and they got to fill out the diary to get the money from Arbitron. Guess what happened to the ratings of a lot of these heritage stations? Like a Zeppelin balloon. They imploded. People were not nearly listening to them as much as was expected because that was just mind share equals market share. Well, now we can accurately gauge this. That's the same thing that's happening here to CNN. There's no inherent advantages anymore. It's straight up transactional, peer to peer. Do you want this exclusive content from us as the content provider? No built-in cachet. No, you know, my mom watched CNN when uh, when the Challenger crashed, and that's what everybody turned to when we were in school. So that's where I automatically turned to in the day when there's break. None, all that's out. None, there's none of that. That's all gone now. Straight up cash money, homie. No built-in advantages, none whatsoever. Straight up, do I want to purchase this? Meaning if CNN had to go out there and market its content in a real free market without being subsidized by woke corporations who want that narrative promoted so they pay for it at a high dollar. But they had to go out there on an actual market and sell there and peddle their wares. Right now, there is more interest in what they call in prison tits 
That's smokes, that's cancer sticks, and drugs, and shanks. There is more interest in prison tits or prison contraband in an open market than there is for CNN content. That's what you just learned. And that's that's why they that's why they this is why they want to end this is a broader issue than just laughing at them, which by the way, I endorse. <laughs> All right? But this is why they can't afford any free speech, guys. Do you understand this? Understand the broader I think a lot of us on the right as we were busy laughing at this and believe me, I did my share. Let's not miss the broader application for this. This is why they want to shut down opposing viewpoints. They can't win in an open market. They can't win. They were the first truly successful cable channel. They were the first truly successful cable news channel. They had a 20-year head start over everybody else in that genre. All that built-in cachet. They can't even get 10% of Don Lemon's audience to buy CNN+. Plus. They can't even transfer. There's not even a rate of transfer there from 10% of his audience. They can't even do that. From one show. One show. Let alone the entire network. This is why they're losing their minds that Elon Musk may take over Twitter. This is why there cannot be debate. This is why there cannot be free speech. I haven't said this on this show in many years, but I'll bring this back up. There were two reasons why I did over 50 plus appearances, mainly on MSNBC, but also some on CNN early in my career as I was just breaking out nationally. One is... I just needed to have the name Steve Day said on as many national platforms as often as possible to get noticed. So, hey, let's not let's not pretend everything was altruistic here. All right. My I mean, I hate the game, not the player. I, I needed platforms bigger than me to say my name a lot. But there was another personal reason to me. Doing this from Des Moines, Iowa for so many years. First, just listening to shows like Russian, watching Fox News and all the primetime shows as a consumer. And then getting into this industry, I always thought to myself, does the other side of the, of the, of the aisle, do they have arguments I've not considered? It, 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 this just seems so simple to me, so cut and dried. Hey, we need jobs, so raise taxes on really rich people, but don't they create all the jobs? How do we get money and jobs from poor people? This never made any sense, right? Mm-hmm. So I, there, I thought there had to be, and they get outside of my own bubble. There, there must be an angle here. There must be things I'd not considered. Nope, there's not. That's what I learned over the course of about three to four years and 50 plus appearances. There's no there there. We're so afraid of being called. That's the, They don't call those names because they're just, they're, they've decided it's easier than using real arguments. It's because they don't have any real arguments. That's why there aren't any real arguments. There isn't a singular good argument to kill a child. There isn't a singular good argument for the effectiveness of welfare programs or masks or anything else. There is not one. So they have to call these names because they don't have any arguments. 
We have to see media outlets like CNN advocate for deplatforming and shutting other people down. That's what Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy, they, that's what they do for a living. Because they can't win in an open market. They can't win. There's no market for that. That's what the implosion of CNN Plus is proving in real time. That's as much truth as you'll ever get about the true inside baseball of American media is that number right there. Understand the broader context of it. Understand the broader context of this. People like this New York City subway attacker, the Kenosha, Wisconsin attacker, are simply the logical conclusion of what entities and platforms like CNN broadcast and say all day long. This is just the most logical conclusion. It's illogical to listen to that all day, to be fed that narrative all day, and then not act. That's not logical. Hey, I'm surrounded by racists who would hang me and lynch me and don't want me to succeed or thrive and would, um, you know, uh, stop my children from uh, obtaining the American dream if they could. I should just do nothing about that. That's not logical. What's logical is to hear and receive that information and then ultimately get radicalized by it to the point that you act on it. This is a logical extension. BLM or buy larger mansions, that's not a logical extension. That's just good old-fashioned grift. Is it Frank James? Is that his name? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. This guy's the true believer. He's, he's actually consistent here. He's acting on what he's been taught. Or as Obama's black supremacist nationalist pastor once said in another context, America's chickens are coming home to roost. I mean, there's a reason why during the George Floyd riots, one of the largest riots was outside CNN's headquarters in Atlanta. E.T. phone home. A dog returns to its own vomit. Game recognize game. Gentlemen, your thoughts. You know, I'm fascinated by the CNN discussion in that the if CNN today forget forgot other pla- the the plus version if it if it just said and it wouldn't even need an apology if they tomorrow we turned on CNN and it was the CNN that started and it was real news across the world and it was ran by a lefty named Ted Turner guys yes yeah, yeah, yeah but it would it would that thing would be it, you you it would just a money printer in, don't you do, you do you agree people are so people would come over from Fox News not everybody they they just want a real news channel but they that says everything to me about what you're saying they, it's obvious that that's not a risk CNN and plus like I don't know that was a Hail Mary pass all along. That was likely not to work. Maybe maybe not as badly as this, but it was likely not to be their savior in any way, shape, or form. But there is one. Just go be the original CNN again, mm-hmm. and they won't do it. By the way, I think I said Kenosha earlier. That was where Rittenhouse... Oh, that was Waukesha, where that, Waukesha yeah. is what I meant to say. My apologies. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, this this should once and for all illustrate to you... And it illustrate for you that the mainstream legacy media is nothing more than uh, stenographers, uh, parrots of 
the powers that be basically working for the spirit of the age. Mm -hmm. And this is how you know it's true belief. Now, we have PBS here, but this is not like uh, other Western countries like Australia and the United Kingdom, where a good chunk where a good chunk of their media is actually uh, funded by public money. Now, they have different systems over there. These are all purportedly private enterprises that have to kind of rise and fall on the on whether or not they can actually get your attention and your eyeballs and your subscriptions. It's obvious, as you just pointed out, that their ideas... They're, well, one, they're not even interested in the journalism Todd is talking about. Instead, these opinions, people are not buying that. And yet they're not funded right now by the government. It means they're true believers in whatever it is that they're peddling. They believe and they are willing to tank their businesses, if, if it comes to that, to be able to continue to peddle this nonsense. That, uh, again, as we uh, deduced, I think it was back in 2018, maybe it was 2017, they are a foreign propaganda. They are a foreign uh, propaganda outlet. They are a different country. We should never again, and I don't think hardly any people are now, any serious individuals are now, hardly ever again to think of them as anything other than the propaganda branch of a foreign enemy country and that's what they're hired to do and that they're doing it well results be damned but when they have to step out of that shelter and market in a true free market the results speak for themselves the other way too buy seller hold is next Riding horses to work, making your own soap, hacking gas pumps. Seems like the Biden presidency, Biden agenda is right on track, folks. Uh, But uh, we have dug up something that could give you help uh, or hope and help uh, because J.P. Morgan declared that alternatives are no longer optional and they're encouraging everyone to look outside of just stocks and bonds. And one of the hottest markets on earth is the unexpected alternative of art. People invest in art uh, because uh, they find out stats like um, it's got a 0.01 correlation of public equities, which means it's great for diversification and its returns have outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for the last 25 years. Is that good? I mean, you got to typically be a member of Congress to have your investments outpace the S&P 500 by that kind of a margin. But I'm bum. All right, I'm here all week, try the veal, all right? Now, investing in big-time art is not just for billionaires. Uh, Anyone can do it with their friends. Over at Masterworks, they're the first platform letting anyone add shares of famous art to their portfolio. And right now, you can skip the wait list by going to masterworks.io, masterworks.io slash Steve to get started, masterworks.io slash Steve. And you can also see important Regulation A disclosures when you're there at masterworks.io slash cd. All right, let's get started with Buy, Sell, or Hold. It's our weekly game of fun and frivolity provided by you, the audience, which means this is the one time each week we are relying on you 
to carry the program, and we're just sitting and reacting here, Todd. Uh, Aaron has selected a list of things that uh, you and I will determine. Are we going to buy that? Are we going to sell that? Maybe even have a reason why? Once per episode, you are permitted a hold, but if you use that hold for any reason other than, wow, Aaron, you should be fired for letting that get on the air, then you have punked out And then as a penalty, you have to find out what has Lindsey Graham been getting to the bottom of that has had him go a rare two to three weeks in between appearances on Sean Hannity's program. Are you ready to get to the bottom of that, Todd? Will the Lindsey Graham stuff stop if as soon as he's not in office or is this just the rest (laughs) of my life? Um, Now that you said that, it's the rest of your life. No, you know, I'll make that trade. I will okay. I will make that trade. Okay. Yes. If South Carolina is listening, I will make that trade. Yes. Yes, I did see the news, by the way, yesterday that Romney's thinking of not running again. I chose not to comment just because I didn't want to jinx it. Okay. But uh, Aaron, go ahead. Nah, first, we will go with the Jerry Davis. The Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse of Madness movie will hit a billion dollars at the box office telling Disney... That Americans don't give a damn that they're grooming a uh, that they are grooming company and will continue to give them money hand over fist. So, I'm going to sell two. I think it's going to make a billion dollars, but I'm going to sell two. But you tell me why first. Well, I already can't. Last week I said that all Disney properties are going to get a hit. Now yesterday's poll, Aaron, you put in there. I mean, it, it, trust but verify. It's like fifty percent of Democrats almost. Yeah, but a lot of people said they're going to uh, do the same. Uh, I know I don't know the context. You always know like one billion. What does that mean for a movie? That's I don't the know. new when we were kids, like a hundred million, and was the considered the mm-hmm. the if you were at a hundred million in, a, in domestic box office, you were a smash. If you were two hundred million, you were like a Star Wars movie or Terminator Two. That was in seventies and eighties and nineties mm-hmm. dollars. Okay, one billion now that we have a global movie market and China's movie market rivals our own for size. One billion is now the the global number to do you have a Titanic, Avengers, Endgame, Star Wars movie level of hit? Okay. Is a billion dollars global. Yeah, listen, no one. Um, Avatar, it, stuff like that. They know that what's been put out already by Marvel, both in the cinema and on um, uh, Disney Plus, largely hasn't been great. Now, again, it was going to be hard to live up to the end of Endgame, uh, and we discussed some of their successes uh, on this show. The first one out of the gate, we all agree, was brilliant with uh, WandaVision. But other than that, they've seen uh, some of the wokeness. They've seen uh, mediocrity, like the, the, the Eternals, uh, Shang, whatever. I, I think people are already... Moon Knight. No one's talking about Moon Knight. No. Uh, and I sure as I haven't watched a minute, and I won't. Uh, yeah, obviously this movie is going to be more successful and than those things, but I don't, it's not going to be as successful as it would have been without, uh, all of this, uh, grooming nonsense. And quite frankly, if it is, you know, turn out the lights because nothing clearly matters. Uh, I think it'll be a billion dollar movie. I think it'll be hugely successful. Um, I think that. The, the backlash against Disney is real. I, I just think it's going to be felt more nuanced than some sort of a uh, a collective um, no. I mean, 
that's not good enough. Well, it's not good enough. I, I'm starting to hate these conversations, frankly. So I don't know if you guys keep going to this well because you want to trigger me, you know, but it's working. All right. Um, so, okay. No sporting events on ESPN. I'm asking, I'm asking you. No, what do you mean? So no SEC network, that's a Disney company, Disney endeavor that's owned by ESPN. So when no the daughter watching, goes, yeah. when, the, when Ainsley goes there for Arkansas, we're not watching any of that. That, I mean, that's I, not, I, I've I, told you before that and no one is going to think that that's the same thing. Um, I agree. It's not the same thing. So that's why I, I just said it's going to be more nuanced than some sort of a blanket no, I'm reprisal. Just, but, that, that's why, because it's, a blanket reprisal is impossible. But the, the, every, the, every tentacle that these companies touch, it, it's, it's impossible. What's what you're, you'll see it in different ways. Okay. Um, I say, this uh, is their money, this and the parks, you know, huge money. I'm just, and it's just entertainment. And it's not entertainment that is needed. I, I don't and it, forget if it applies, it, take it out of any individual interest. If, if, if people aren't willing to hit it in the 400 pound gorilla area, that's my point. It ultimately just isn't going See, to matter. I just don't think that's the 400 pound gorilla area. I don't think it. I I, I think their that content. I, I I don't think whether the whether Doctor Strange and the multitude of madness makes seven eight hundred billion eight hundred million or a billion is the 400 pound gorilla. The 400 pound gorilla is going after their uh, their fiefdom, going after the share price. That's the those are the things. Because even if Doctor Strange makes 15, 20% less, let's grant the point that it will. I don't believe that'll be the case, by the way. But let's grant the point that that may happen. Um, the amount of money that they still make comprehensively across the board, that doesn't do anything. The issue becomes, it's going after, it, it, you have to go after the structure that show that 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 shows, that, that, that provides these things the platform by which they can yes. they can operate, you, and that's that Disney has Vatican like um, uh, uh, neutrality within Florida law. Okay, as its own fiefdom. That's all the tax credits. That's the share price. Things of that nature. But this is why. Okay? It's, this is why it's not good enough. You know when the worthless Republicans who don't ever do anything like this finally do things like this is when the people show them with their actions that they can control. And we ha saw it here in this state with uh, uh, and other states with going to the school board meetings and uh, and getting pissed off about sports. It's finally they will do something. When the people react, this is the way the people can react if they want action on that, because they can't do the things you're talking about. No, they can make their politicians do them. And, if the and movie, they make them do the, them by the, saying, we're pissed off and we're the, not buying this. They have to see it and rub you, their nose in it. You'll have to it. sustain that for years and years. This I movie, this movie, this movie, yes, yes, we do, because this movie can make 500 million, which it won't. It'll make far more than that. But it can make half of it, it because of a backlash in a month or two. Uh, the new Thor movie where Valkyrie's going to marry her lesbian queen, is, which is already shot and made, will already come out. There's our, the assembly lines already is already set and determined. So you're going to have to maintain this level of discipline for a period of years. And I just don't believe, frankly, that's possible. Well, listen, then we don't have a country worth saving because if we can't have a level of discipline 
that can't like uh, avoid this. These people are saying, yeah, we promise to groom your kids. What the hell are we doing? Okay. Well, I don't think we have a country worth saving, actually. So I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I don't. Next, we'll go to Pat. Romney runs for president in 2024 with Liz Cheney as his running mate. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I just paused to think about how much fun that would be. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, as Trump unleashes the full arsenal of insults. But we couldn't be that lucky that they would go out into the open on that level. Which has the so sell. Which has the lower odds, Steve, if you were in Vegas. Lower odds. Trump doesn't pick a female running mate or uh Mitt Romney runs for president. Mitt Romney runs for president would be the far lower odds. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I'd 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 put Trump running picking a vice a female vice president at like maybe minus one ten. Like basically not, even up, not picking a few, or not picking one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Then at, at not picking one, I'd put it at, I'd give you maybe plus two hundred on that, two to one. Okay, okay. Um, maybe even three hundred, three to one. But on Romney running, it'd be like you know plus a thousand, like ten to one. Okay. But I already said yeah. Oh, okay. absolutely. Now moving on, Tiny Johnny has a list for us: top ten Clint Eastwood movies. This one better be good. Number ten. Every which way but loose. Underrated. Absolutely. I loved that movie as a kid. With the orangutan, you bet. Yep. Heartbreak Ridge at number nine. Gosh, it's been so long since I've seen that. But okay, I'll buy it just on reputation. Yeah. Number eight, In the Line of Fire. Yeah, that's the John Malkovich one, right? Yeah, yeah. he's the the Secret Service agent. Yeah, that 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 is well done. Yeah. Number seven, for a few dollars more. I mean, we're getting to the classic spaghetti westerns now. So you bet. Bye. I've not, honestly not seen that one. Number six, Where Eagles Dare. That one I've not seen. I've, I haven't seen that. So I got I got to pass on that one. I mean, Clint is even like these are before our time. I yeah, mean, the we, spaghetti westerns yeah. began getting made before you and yeah, I yeah. were born. Yeah. Number five, Grand Torino. Uh, yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe a little high, but yeah, I'm okay with it. Sure. Good movie. Yeah. Number four, Dirty Harry. Maybe low. Um, but. Absolutely belongs on the list. Yep. Number three, the outlaw Josie Wales. That's a classic. Yep. That belongs on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number Hi. two, Unforgiven. Absolute buy. Uh, I love the film. I was, saw it on uh, TV the other day. I even just stopped to watch it for about a half an Did hour. Did you really? Yeah. I think it's it's a tremendous film. I might have to go back and watch. I, I, my instinct is that it, I always thought it was overrated. I thought it was really good. I, I didn't quite understand beyond the Gene Hackman stuff, which was just hooked that to my veins, why everybody thought it was as transcendent as it was. I really enjoyed it, though. So this is one of those things where there's no denying. I would flop Unforgiven and Dirty Harry, by the way. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm, that's why I, I'm kinda... It'd probably be right around top five on my list, yeah. but I would have a, a Dirty Harry higher. Number one is a layup, the good, the bad, and oh, the yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's arguably the... Uh, that true grit okay uh you're talking it's in the conversation of greatest westerns of all time yes and you could do i i'd like to see like the next top 10 because that would be undeniable i mean he's how many movies has clint made yeah we haven't gotten to what's the stalker movie where he met his first wife oh yeah um uh, i can't remember what that's called that would be pretty high up on the list 
Um, and I mean, million dollar baby, while a controversial issue that we might have uh, some moral qualms with in the end, I, I just, it was a, it's a very well done movie. Yes, yeah. 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 I disagree with it morally, but yeah. I agree. It was very well done. Yeah. One more to finish this hour off with a bang. Truth Over Vax has the top five soon-to-be transitioned Disney rides <laughs> and exhibits. Number five, we're talking. It's a Small World will be turned into It's a Small Bulge. I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, number four, Goofy's Sky School will be turned into Goofy's Buy School. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> number three, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is going to be turned into Beat COVID with Mrs. Levine. Oh, no. Okay. Peter Pan's flight will be oh, turned no. into Peter's pansexual night. You know what? Actually, given where else that could have gone, that's rather tame. So I'll I'll buy. Yes. And number one, Mr. Toad's wild ride turning into Mr. Toad's <laughs> child. Bride. Oh. Well done, Truth Over Vax. That uh, that's was... cringy, and therefore I had to buy on all of them. Yes. That was that was something. Uh, one more. You want to do one more? Sure. Okay. Rocco Lucenti has another list. Top five current 2024 vice president power rating or rankings. Number five, Tim Scott. Sell. Yeah. Sell. Number four, Herschel Walker. I could buy that. Sell. I think he's higher than Tim Scott. That's true. And I think I think if we're going to go with somebody black, I think it's far more likely to be him because he's going to win. So I'll buy yeah. that. Number three, Kim Reynolds. Bye. Bye. Anything, she should be higher on the list. Number two, Sarah Palin. She should be ahead of her. She's not. I, no way. So, yeah. so that's not happening. Number one, Christy Noem. Well, she really wants it. Yeah, we could. Yeah. She's on the list. Yeah, she, she still might I'll be buy. number one. I think she would. I think she would again. Prior to last year's foibles, would have been an unquestioned number one. All right, uh, smart. Se- smart, Trump, Trump likes smart, sexy women. He he likes to surround himself with them. He likes to surround himself with beta, dumb guys. Um, so she absolutely fit the bill, no question about it. Until a couple of faux pas, but we we by the time we get to you know the spring of twenty twenty four when or the summer of it when he's going to name a running mate, those things might be yeah, well no. enough in the rearview mirror. They just don't matter as much. But there's clearly there's clearly looking for. Uh, it, you know, a backup team. That's why Tulsi spoke at the CPAC. And that's why Kim Reynolds gave the response to the State of the Union. They're they're clearly looking at alternative options as, as opposed to, I would have said, you know, before, prior to a year ago, all of those eggs were in the Christine Ohm basket. Of course, she looks like Mother Teresa now, now that Trump has endorsed Oz. So yeah. <laughs> really, this thing is just nailing jello to a wall. That's it for this hour. Okay. All right, we'll come back. More uh, of buy, sell, or hold when we return. We'll see what other topics uh, trigger me or Todd or maybe you in the audience. We'll do that here when we return. Stay tuned. Back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre. And then, of course, all of you, let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Steve Dace Show. You can also look for us on MeWe Parlor, Gab, and Getter. Who knows? Maybe someday. 
maybe someday you'll be able to see us on Truth Social, but don't hold your breath. We're pro-life here. Uh, you can also, uh, if you're a podcast listener, uh, give us a five-star review. If you like us, if you don't, don't lie. But if you even kind of do, go all the way with those five stars, please. Thank you to all of you that have done that and uh, hit the subscribe and follow button for us as well. All right, this portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at ExpressVPN. Hey, I know what a lot of people are probably thinking. Why don't you just go online in incognito mode? Uh, do you know that that doesn't actually hide your activity at all? Uh, it doesn't matter what mode you use, how many times you clear browser history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you have ever visited. That's why you want to use ExpressVPN. Um, it is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers, so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. You can also get around some of Netflix restrictions by just saying, hey, yeah, I'm logging on to a different server in another country now, and lo and behold, I've got all these new options they don't make available for us Americans. All right. Uh, you can. It's so easy to hook up. I've got it on all my devices. It takes five minutes and a click, and you're good to go. Uh, all your devices, phones, computers, uh, even smart set TVs can be outfitted in mere moments with ExpressVPN. So uh, protect your online activity today with the VPN that was rated number one by Business Insider. Uh, you can visit my exclusive link, ExpressVPN, V as in victory, expressvpn.com slash Steve, and you can get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's ExpressVPN dot com slash steve again that's expressvpn.com slash steve can you indulge me for a couple minutes i want to go back and follow up the conversation we were having about disney and a country worth saving all right clear i want to clarify a couple things number one i don't think this country in its current condition is worthy of saving i'm not interested in saving it I'm not interested in saving managed decay. I'm not interested in saving. There are no genders. I'm not interested in saving any of this. I'm here to defeat it. I look at it as an invasive force that I cannot coexist with, that will not coexist with me. I have no interest in, in finding a coexistence. It's, it's, I mean, from a worldview perspective, it's kill or be killed here. Okay. So two men are entering the ring, the steel cage, only one's walking out. And I like it when I'm the one that um, walks out of the ring and leave you behind. So I'm not interested in saving this. Uh, to me, um, we either defeat them or we're back to revival or bust. I think much of the country that we nostalgically grew up in our generation and older generations to learn about and love is largely gone. And so I'm not interested in saving here any of this. Uh, I'm interested in stopping it, actually. That's number one. Agree with every word of that. On the here, here, here's the issue on the boycott front. Todd, what's the what's the crowd count at Carlisle school board meetings these days? Small. Yeah. Unless they're complaining about me. Okay. <laughs> Pretty blue area. Very lefty. Very radical. Just people well, all throughout the city of Carlisle. You know, just uh, uh, tucking uh, their their uh, penises in uh, so that their gender's not exposed. Well, That's what, just everywhere you go. In way Carlisle, more right? than I thought ten years ago. Uh, it's becoming more ubiquitous, but no, not relative to what. It's not hate Ashbury or anything like that. Okay. Here's why I bring that up. I've learned some very difficult truths 
in 15 years of national political organization and activism. Some of them I learned in spite of myself, I didn't want to learn. I didn't want them to be true because I knew that if they were, I'd be in a corner considering self-harm. Things like, wow, I'd really just all people vote on his name ID. The Republican primary electorate is every bit as low information voter as the Democrats, just different set of low informations. Like I didn't want to believe that for the longest time, but it's been proven true. And I begrudgingly now accept it. Doesn't mean, by the way, am I endorsing that? Is acceptance the same thing as endorsing? No, no, but I, am I empowered to change that? Nope, I'm not. Okay. So it is what it is. I have to live with that reality. Okay. Like the first thing I tell people when you guys are emailing me, I'm thinking about running for office. What should I do? Find some way to, to say your name as many times as possible everywhere as you possibly can and where you want to run for office. In fact, I, the last thing I did to test this theory is on election night, 2008 on my old local talk show, there were three people running for office in my, in my audience in an overwhelmingly democratic year, we had, there were three new Republicans running that I wanted to see get elected. And so on election night, all I did is find found ways to say their names as many times on a 50,000 watt statewide radio show as I possibly could. I mean, over and over again, just as people are going in to vote on election night over and over again, I'm just saying their names, Chris Hagenow, Ken Sorensen, Tom Shaw, over and over and over. I remember the names, just said the names over and over and over again. Um, they were the only three Republicans to be newly elected in the state of Iowa in that election cycle. I kid you not. They were the only three. Only three new Republicans that they got. Stop and think about that. And all three won like barely. I just said their names as many times as I possibly could. That's all I did for three hours. Just said their names over. I worked it into questions, to phone calls, whatever, just saying their names. It worked. Here's another truth. Our people are never going to island hop. They won't do it. What do I mean by that? You, we're just not wired for a long-term engagement of gradual incrementalism. The reason the Republican Party and conservative leaders sell you on incremental strategies is because that's a good meal ticket to just continue on in their positions, not because it's successful. Our people are great at doing a march for life where 100,000 people go there one time. The other side can't do that. Every year, after year, after year, after year, they can't do that. Here's what our people, though, aren't good at. Let's have 25,000 people show up at a March for Life every month of the year. That we're not good at. Not good at that. We're not subsidized like the other side is. We have businesses. We have families. We have other interests. Politics isn't a religion to us. So a, a, a few times a year, give me a target where I can take time away from all the other obligations I have and make a statement. That you'll do, and you'll do it very well. That's why we've often overperformed on election days. It's a one-time event. 
We show up in mass. Here's what our people won't do. Would you say the population was at the current Carlisle school board meetings? Low. No. How often are those held? Once a month. Once a month. See, our people won't do that. I can tell you that story all over the country. One of those three guys that got elected to this state house I just told you about, Chris Hagenow. Right after he got elected, I remember him telling me when the gay marriage fight was really hot in Iowa. And we and Vanderplatz and his group uh, and his people had just done a massive event in the dead of January. Freezing cold and over a thousand people showed up outside and freezing cold for marriage in Iowa. And Chris told me afterwards, the other side can never do that. But here's what they do. Every day they're down here with three or four people calling people like me out of the legislature. Why are you against my marriage? Why are you against my relationship? They, they can't amass that level of crowd, but they're just here drip, drip, drip constantly. See, they get to be subsidized. You and I aren't. We're not going to win a long-term engagement with Disney or anyone else. Not going to happen. First of all, we don't I have d- d- we don't have long term. Well, I'll let you can disagree in a moment. We don't have long term anyway, for like like long term anything. I don't know why anybody any business in conservative media would have like a five year plan. I don't think there is. That's why I think with the Daily Wires doing where they just are going to take a bunch of money they made and risk it all on something that may never get an ROI. It from a worldview perspective, I don't think I don't know that it's the greatest business decision in the world. But from a worldview perspective, so if I looked at it from a business perspective, I'd be like, I don't know if that's going to pay off. But if I looked at it from a cultural perspective of where we're at here on a cultural timeline, I mean, I'd just be pushing my chips all in all the time because this might be the last, this might be last call at the table. I don't don't think this is going to be a prolonged engagement here. This isn't going to be a five, 10 year fight. We're on the brink of history as a people right now. We will either pull back or go over. And if we go over, we'll, you, people like us will be into some permanent dissident form. And we'll have to totally change our business models and everything else to survive in that world anyway. So I don't think you've got a 10-year plan or five years to reform Disney. If you truly want to win these things, you have to go after... What allows these companies to dabble into this? So this ties into, and I promise I'm not going to take up the rest of our buy-seller whole time. This ties into the CNN conversation. Last hour. CNN Plus is outside the umbrella of protection that CNN corporate has. You and I have to decide to choose it with our own purchasing power directly. Do we want that? When it gets outside of that protection bubble and it has to sell itself to us individually, it implodes. Two weeks in, they're already doing massive cutbacks, massive layoffs. They can't sustain themselves. What The amount of subsidies, tax credits, regulatory burden exemptions that corporations like Disney are given exempted them from truly facing the market forces that we could bring to bear, even if we could bring them to bear. Now, I kind of think, 
And this might be my new snotty response to those of you who email me with your high and mighty, why do you watch the NFL? Why do you watch anything? I might just return fire with, hey, when was the last school board meeting you went to in your town? None? Okay. Up yours. Save your emails. I might just reply with that. That's a good answer. Okay. From, from this time forward. If you can't go down the street to your damn school board meeting, save me your, I don't do business with anybody. I don't want or do anything. Nothing at all. Nothing. Okay. Cool. Cool story, bro. All right. But if you truly want to win, you have to take away the, the, the government protection racket for these corporations. Get them outside of that security bubble. Where now CNN Plus is vulnerable in ways that CNN corporate is not. You have to get, get I personally think it's a lot easier to get 25 or 30 members of the Florida legislature in this political environment to pressure them to detangle Flo- to Disney than to get 10 million people who believe like us, because that's what it would take, to stop Disney Plus subscriptions and go into Marvel movies. That's a hell of a, hell of a haul, hell of a chore. Can't even get the same people to go down the damn street to a school board meeting. You have to you have to stop Disney from being legally protected from people like us. They don't get regulatory burden exemptions anymore. They're not getting tax credits anymore. They're not getting subsidies on any level anymore. Force them out into a real free market where their only income now, their only income now is peer to peer content distribution. The way it used to be. Then they're vulnerable to the things that Todd is talking about. They are not nearly as vulnerable to the things Todd and many others are talking about as you think. Especially given the numbers we'd have to amass and the time limited we have to truly amass them. You want to tank Disney's share price? Because that'll get people's attention. I'll tell you how you tank Disney's share price. Have the Florida legislature put on Ron DeSantis's desk next week. A bill that removes them from regulatory exemption in Orange County, Florida. That'll get some people's attention. Now you're talking about, you know, stuff worth like a half a billion dollars in one stroke of a pen. That doesn't mean don't do these things morally if you want to do them morally and make a statement. I'm not telling you that. But we're not having that conversation. We're having conversations about strategy. And I'm just telling you, government protects these entities at a level that doesn't make them nearly as vulnerable to us as we think. And I'll just leave it there. You may have the last word, Todd. Well, we haven't tried yet. I agree it's not a long-term plan. It's a short-term plan, which is why I am all the more confident that uh, we should be able to, for one year, say, cancel the Disney trip and don't go to three movies and... That's not a huge ask if you're really serious about this because they're hunting our kids. And our analysis, to your point about Carlisle, you're right about it. It's, it, it would have thought it leaned red. But our analysis of why certain school boards went that way is that people think they're a little safer there than they are. But in places like Loudoun County, people showed up. Loudoun County is the reverse of what you said. Loudoun County isn't exactly red state America. It's quite the opposite. But parents came out in droves because they realized their kids were being hunted. Your kids are being hunted. If you cannot make a statement now to convince the people with the power to do things Steve's are talking about, they're probably not going to do the things Steve is talking about, near term or long term. So like, here's an email. Guy named Matt sends me a thing. I used to watch college football every week. I don't do that anymore. Now my vacations are national parks. Okay. 
So you're just going to go fund the government more. You give them more money then. That's your pious position. My pious position is to is to not is to just vacation at places that further fund government because it's not the states running the national parks. What's the word national mean, guys? In the original Greek, what's the word national mean? <laughs> national. National is what it means. So all you did, and you okay, so you didn't give your money to Disney anymore. You gave it to the government that's that's subsidizing the groomers at Disney. Do you understand that we need to have a far more nuanced look at this than just reactionaryism that won't be successful anyway? You're not taking on, we don't have the X-Wings to take on the Death Star head-on. Let me repeat this. We don't have the X-Wings to take on the Death Star head-on. We don't have the X-Wings to take on the Death Star head-on. So don't, would be my advice. Go for the thermal exhaust port. That's it. That's my advice. Go for the thermal exhaust port. Go ahead, Aaron. We will continue on with Daniel Clark. Coming food shortages will be blamed on greedy farmers. No, yeah, no. I, yeah, I yeah. I don't. I don't. I only paused. I was trying to think of what he was possibly thinking. The angle to that would be. You can okay? see the left, and we know this. And I, the, the left corporate is, farmers. Is he going to say yeah. that? Greedy corporate agri, agribusiness companies. The left is very actively trying to court this group of people because they think because in you know rural America is dying to some extent, and I'm I. I use I probably should use a different term than dying, but it, it's changing in ways that it's that it's having a hard time figuring out how to stay healthy. And so they're trying to turn rural America into the next victim class in a lot of different ways. So I don't think they're going to do this. They're actually trying to milk them in new ways. I could see it being agribusiness since most of our food comes processed from corporate farms anyway that i could kind of see something along those lines i could see it okay so i'll buy but i liked your answers too next chad smith says within five years people who had the jabs will be banned from giving blood sell far more likely within five years people who didn't get the jabs will be banned because there can't be a control group it's far more likely the other way like 90 10 okay sell Spirit of the Age says Ron DeSantis. Oh, do you, you agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Spirit of the Age says Ron DeSantis will challenge Donald Trump in the 24 GOP presidential tr- primary. Sell. Almost no shot. Sell. Sean Griffith says the inflation numbers we're seeing now are just as much Trump's fault as it is Biden's fault. We're just now starting to feel the pain of two weeks to flatten the curve, followed by trillions of dollars in funny money thrown in the air. I don't think that's exactly correct, but I think the spirit of it is certainly. I mean, it, it, this bad Republicans always lead to worse Democrats. The premise that the Democrats have have uh, trentupled down on was established in those very first lockdown stimuluses and everything else that you're referring to, Sean. So I think the spirit of what you're saying is dead on. So I will buy. Yep, I'm in. Uh, let's see. Next, we'll go to Darren Ray. All time most memorable fictional athletes in no order a uh, great category i like roy it. hobbs in the uh, natural one of my all-time sure. favorite new movies so absolutely buy rocky balboa yes. maybe the most famous fictional athlete of all time so bye ricky bobby tally <laughs> Knights. it's a great movie i like 
sell, but I still like you trying. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I like the way you finger roll. I'm buying that. Yeah, I like it. Happy yeah. Gilmore. So. I don't know, man. The price is wrong sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'll sell. But I, I, I'm tempted to buy. Because, you know what? Right genre, right actor, wrong athlete. Okay. It's got to be Bobby Boucher. If you're going to go with any Adam Sandler athlete, it has to be Bobby Boucher, the water boy. Oh, yeah. It's got to be Bobby Boucher. Yeah. That would have been a hard buy for me, you bet, because I love that movie too. And the Hanson Brothers and Slapshot. Oh, no, it's a I've classic. Yeah. yeah. But Bobby oh. Boucher's got to be on the list, guys. Slapshot. Haven't seen that in a very long time. Next up, Adam Smith says, there will be all-out fist fights in school board meetings over teaching gender trans pronouns before the next school year begins. So, I, I think that if we were capable of that level of anger, we would not be at this point. Um, far more likely what will happen is Republicans will win like 70 House seats, which I think is, apps, is might be on the horizon to some degree, uh, and swing so many governorships and Senate seats that you all will think you saved America again. And a lot of this anger will dissipate. That's far more likely of a scenario because uh, past history, barring an act of God, is always indicative of future performance. Correct. Next, Robert Horn says, uh, groomer is the rights version of racist, homophobic bigot. Um, sell. sell. I think that's an attempt at a, a moral equivalency. Um, if you can... If, if you would like to make a specific case for things you think I've said that are racist or homophobic or misogynistic, I'll happily address them on an individual basis, every single one of them. Um, but the term groomer is specifically applying to people. And we have we have given you specific examples of people who are outing themselves as would you prefer conditioner, whether it's indoctrinator, um, groomer, groom it, groomer. But these are attempts to impose a specific viewpoint on children that they otherwise probably would not be considering all that much at that particular age. So I could line up up teen specific examples of grooming. A lot of times these people just out themselves on social media yeah. platforms. Yeah. If, if you can line up examples of us being racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, or homophobic, you would like to make those specific accusations. I'd be happy to address them, but I can, I can bring specific examples of grooming. So I don't think there's a moral equivalency there whatsoever. Well, yeah, obviously, I agree with that. There is an aspect of it which is true, and maybe this you were going for. And we've talked about the why it was so important to use this word. If you teach rhetoric, what and you just analyze here, and this Steve like talks about truth. What is working? Sadly, we know that calling uh, people on the right those words works because the shy and I, I I don't like to be told this word. The groomer has a power. It, it is absolutely true, but it's it, it's it's also a word that is operating. It it is it has hit the sweet spot. Rhetorically, it, it it is functioning like the neutron bomb that those others work for, but for other reasons. So, uh, if that's what you were going for, as 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 a, because if you teach rhetoric, this is the kind of thing you teach. 
you, you, you ultimately teach the, uh, and why good writing somehow swoons and somehow falls flat. And then Steve making a movie and everything he's talked about and that from, I mean, from the soundtrack, how, how does it land? How does it give impact? Mm-hmm. And so therein, there's a discussion to be had about how these operate in the same way. Well said. Hegonomics says Trump endorsing Dr. Oz is more embarrassing than the bird taking a dump on Biden. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Uh, I don't think it's more embarrassing um, because he's made a slew of uh, awful endorsements over the years, including Mitt Romney. Uh, I I think it's more impactful. But at this point, what you're hoping is that Dr. Oz is just a really wealthy whore um, who is, is just out for political office for... Uh, significance, because then you know, at that point, you just kind of think, ta- you know, uh, Trump, he's the he's the he's the he's the pimp here, and uh, or, or Trump's the pimp here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, at this point, you're hoping Mehmet Oz has no real convictions, that he's just a rich guy who just you know uh, is running for office, you know, to clear a spot on a on a on a mantle, because then Trump can manipulate him. You're hoping that he, if, but if he believes any of those things, then it's a terrible endorsement. But it, but getting crapped on on live TV, that's far more embarrassing. Is Trump either rightly or wrongly applying your name ID thing with him? Does he think, Dr. Oz, everybody knows him. If I endorse him, that's votes. Is he? Now Trump's that, desperate for wins. He's endorsed several candidates. Uh, there was another candidate in that race, and I don't know the legitimacy of the um accusations but uh sean parnell was a trump maga candidate in that race who dropped out with some domestic violence or something i think were allegations from an ex-wife uh there's the mo brooks situation in alabama there's a couple of other primaries where candidates he's endorsed have not picked up steam we know he hates media criticism he's extremely sensitive to it uh and there's all kinds of talk that he's lost his political branding and at this point now i i just think he's looking for w's guys okay that's what I think. I just think he's looking for W's and then, in his, and then probably rationalizes it as if to say, because I'll be the one in charge of this party, I'll just get Dr. Oz to do what I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Art of the deal, man. That's the worldview. Art of the deal. This one is uh, from straight out of female who says a common household name from <laughs> Russia Gate will in <laughs> fact be held accountable in a public way before the end of the year. Mm. Hard sell. Sell, yeah. I'll buy. I'll buy that there could be someone's got to get Michael Cohen. Particularly if Republicans, uh, <laughs> it, particularly if Republicans are on their way uh, to winning majorities, uh, the size of which I think are possible for them this year. I, I could see. Trying to offer up, and and keep in mind, the the Republicans who are going to take over into leadership positions would want this. Some sacrificial lamb. Throw Joe into the volcano, so now Mitch McConnell, as Senate Majority Leader, can point to, hey, we held that guy accountable, and and now we can move on with the business of, uh, you know, never shutting the government down and funding everything you hate. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I could see that. Okay, I, I... I could see that they come up, someone has to take the fall for this because the Republicans don't want to have to prosecute any of this stuff next year. All right. So I, I could see that. So I'll buy. 
Next, we'll go to, not sure even how to make heads or tails of that name. You know who you are. Utah will elect a Democrat senator or governor before California elects another Republican senator oh, or governor. Absolutely, bye. That's a great one. In fact, based they on what I've been watching two. the last few weeks, they've got a few of them. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, bye. Yeah. Uh, straight out of female once more. <laughs> Top 10 FBI disgraces. Kennedy. Okay. Oh, we're talking about John F. Kennedy? Yep. Yeah. Kennedy assassination? Oh, I'll buy. Ruby Ridge. Good. Yeah. Waco. Good. Good. Oklahoma City. Good. Good. 9-11. Uh, Again, another, uh, we're talking, uh, they, should have know, they, they should have known in advance. Oh, yeah. uh, well, even okay. the pilots in, in minutes, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, sure. that's what I took Waco yep. to mean, that they should have known a Waco, no, I'm sorry, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City in advance, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Parkland. Yeah, oh, the shooter? Yeah, mm-hmm. the school shooter, you bet. Yeah. Okay. Vegas. He was. He was on the. They, he was. They, yeah. they were warned about him. Yep. Yes. Vegas is absolutely true. Yeah. Crossfire hurricane. Well, they did crossfire hurricane. Yeah. So, but yeah, sure. Okay. Whitmer kid, uh, kidnapping Clinton email honorable mention January sixth. That's to a, be uh, to be determined. That's a great list, and we yeah. didn't even put Larry Nassar, the worst yeah. criminal child predator in American history, on the list. So, what a fantabulous organization that is, right? It's great stuff. Keep funding that. Daniel Horowitz is next. Well, we were talking earlier about why companies like CNN don't really care about ratings. They're subsidized by woke corporations and investors, and uh, they're there to propagate a narrative. And then when they have to break out of that bubble and go into a real free market setting like with CNN Plus, and it becomes down to whether you want to use your purchase power for their content, they fail miserably, right? Uh, that's just another example that when you have an option to do business with a company that doesn't hate you, which is scarce in this day and age, unfortunately. Uh, So when it presents itself, particularly with a product that we all have to use pretty much these days, take advantage of it. Like with our friends over at Patriot Mobile, they're the only pro-America cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as everybody else because everybody pretty much uses all the same towers these days. They've got plans that fit any budget, and they've got a 100% U.S.-based customer service team to provide exceptional customer support. We used them when we made the switch to Patriot Mobile last fall. If you want to make the switch, first of all, if you're a veteran or first responder, let them know when you go to make the switch. They'll give you even bigger savings, a way of saying thank you for your service. For the rest of us, they've got deals going all the time, and right now the deal is you get a free activation when you use my name, Steve, as your offer code when you go to patreonmobile.com slash Steve, patreonmobile.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? I'm doing all right, and I hope you enjoyed your vacation while it lasted. I did. I did. But good to be back and back to the grind. Uh, You know what? I hadn't planned on this, but... I would like to get your take on some of the things that uh, we were discussing and arguing amongst ourselves about before you came on. Let, let's start with the CNN Plus story. And we all, rightfully so, we need to laugh when the opportunity presents itself, okay? The, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's beyond pathetic, all right, what, the viewership that they are getting. But I also think in between the laughing, we have missed a larger point here. Which is, Daniel, this is why they are people like Oliver Darcy and Brian Stelter and 
and all kinds of people at, at a lot of other left and spirit of the age platforms are trying to deplatform dissent because they know even better than us that outside of that woke uh, subsidy bubble, they can't win. They can't stay alive. There's no market really, really for their content as it currently stands. And they can't, therefore, if there's not a market, they probably can't win an argument in, in an open forum with people like us. And I think that's the other thing it shows, right? This is why they are trying to constantly deplatform dissent. They can't win an argument. They can't win an open competition. Yeah, I mean, Steve, it's like a dark room where the door is left open a crack. It could be open 1%. That 1% illuminates that room. It is to that degree that falseness cannot coincide with truth. I, I always wondered, they, they had a fact checker on every last thing I did. And I was thinking, man, you guys control everything. You have billions of dollars from the government to market uh, coordinate with big tech, big pharma, the most powerful entities on earth. And yet you're worried about a guy like me or a handful of people, you know, sitting around, like, let us have our little sandbox here. But that's the thing. They act like they're so strong. But when you have a true free market, not after they created a monopoly and you have mm -hmm. nowhere to go, mm -hmm. no, ju juxtapose um, the shots to something like ivermectin. You can't get more tailwinds behind the shots than any product in the history of humanity. And yet they have to beg, coerce, beat, deny kidney transplants. I mean, everything possible to get people to take it. And yet with ivermectin, they have the, the most headwinds you could ever run into. This is horse. You better not take that. And people are crawling over glass, do anything, overpay, get from India. That's what tells you if you actually had a level playing field – what the country would look like. And it also tells you, based on where the people are, how much this stupid Republican Party and failed conservative movement is leaving on the table in terms of what we could accomplish if we actually articulated the right position on so many issues. Um, you know, the grooming, we saw the success with that, the anti-grooming movement. We could do this on medical freedom. Okay, we could do this on the rainbow jihad in general. We could do this on the border. We could do this on crime. And yes, we can do this about black nationalism, black supremacism, and highlighting the concerns and how that ties back to CRT. These are just a few <clears throat> issues that I feel we're leaving on the table. So let's go to the black nationalism, black supremacism uh, angle that you just articulated. You have the latest version of this, like we saw in Waukesha back in at Christmas time. And now you have the New York City subway attacker last night uh, or yesterday, I should say. Isn't really just isn't this just really the logical extension of what receiving that narrative from the likes of CNN and academia and pop culture all the time to me, what makes no sense is being constantly fed a narrative that you are being unjustly denied opportunities on the basis of a certain element of supremacy from another group and then just taking that in stride and doing nothing about it, right? Like, that kind of sucks. Let me just blog, okay? I mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if, 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 you're, if, if your freedom and the birthright of your children is being robbed from you, if that's really true, this is actually the logical extension. From that viewpoint, dude, it, he's, he's, he's a minute man. You see where I'm, where I'm going with this? That he's the fulfillment. What these guys are doing is the fulfillment of these narratives. And that's why we're seeing a consistent stream of them. And I think we will see even more of them. You know, Steve, yesterday when I saw the smoke coming from a New York subway, I thought this would be the story of the century. I mean, that's a big deal. This is not flyover country. This is where these guys are located. Uh, millions of people take the New York subways. This is a big deal. 
Um, and and it was we, we would find that find out about anything as the day was progressing. So I knew exactly what it was. Um, yeah, you have Waukesha. No one has no one has ever heard of. I mean, man on the street. See if anyone's ever heard of it. Um, you have the Louisville mayoral candidate who's Jewish. Forgot but about was that one. Yeah, by a BLM dude. I mean, that was a targeted assassination. That's a big deal. By the way, he was let out on a hundred thousand dollar bail, posted by a BLM group. And then, by the way, when you say the word militia, everyone conjures up like you know, anti-government white type of group. There's a growing black nationalist militia, someone related to one of them gunned down, um, executed a Daytona Beach cop a couple months ago. I wrote about that. There's a lot of this you don't hear about and and, and more we don't hear about. Steve, there's also um, in the New York, New Jersey area, there's more of these. We had a couple of high profile murders of Jews over the last few years from these black nationalists. And this is a growing trend. Everyone knows that Jews are the victim of 55% of the religiously targeted hate crimes. But who's the perpetrator? Um, they don't want to talk about that. Hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of jailbreak because we don't imprison anyone anymore except for January 6th. So there's a lot of kind of violent criminals around. But if you look carefully, a lot of these attacks in the New York, New Jersey area, they appear to be more targeted. They're people that have this paper trail. And in general, I just think if we deterred crime more and dealt with the known wolves that once again, the FBI knew about this guy and they were too busy with the with the garage strings and uh, and the people were within 500 feet of the Capitol. Hatching a plot to kidnap uh, the Michigan governor, for example. They were busy doing yeah, that. Playing yeah, playing cops and Indians out there in, in Michigan. But, but and I would say in general, I'm not into this hate crime and motivation, but I would say this. We don't like looking at criminalizing speech, even hateful speech online or elsewhere. But I will say this. Typically, we rely on society, not criminality, to kind of keep that in check. And we know if something that is legitimately white supremacist pops up, you'll have every lever of, of power going after that. But when you have for years the creation of a blood libel, not just ignoring this budding black supremacism, but fueling it while, by projecting it where it doesn't exist, th to me, this is what critical race theory is about. Mm -hmm. When you say, just like we're seeing this violence with COVID, your existence is a threat to me. OK, your existence is a threat. So, you know, if you don't wear a mask, I could beat the heck out of you. Um, I could treat you like garbage in a hospital. It's the same thing with critical race theory. Your existence as white is a threat to to me. Well, you know, I think there's growing evidence that this is not just a matter of a crime wave, which certainly is taking place. But there is a a, a trend of of anti-white, often anti-Semitic uh uh, crimes because that ties back into the whole, uh, you know, nation of Islam crowd. And this guy certainly had postings promoting that. But Steve, that's what that's what a blood libel is. We'll get back to Daniel here in a moment. Uh, if I were to ask you, what proof do you have that you own your own home? You'd probably say, well, the deed. That's pretty much the only proof we have. Well, a lot of our home titles are kept online these days, which makes them vulnerable to scammers. Uh, they can hack those databases and make it look like you've sold your home to them on what's called a quick claim deed. They start then taking out loans or liquidating your equity without you knowing about it until 
the kinds of snail mail and voicemail you never want to, or email you never want to receive, receive starts to show up. Don't let that happen to you because your mortgage lender nor your homeowner's insurance can protect you from this. But this is all Home Title Lock does. They put a virtual, well, shall we say, wall around your home's title so that the instant they detect any attempted tampering, they mobilize to shut it down. Head to their website right now at HomeTitleLock.com. And find out if you're already a victim and don't yet know it and learn more about how they can protect you when you go to HomeTitleLock.com. All right, let's get to the the Disney groomer battle and what's happening there. What do you think is a more likely... Well, first of all, let me take a step back. Do you agree that there aren't really long-term options on the table given where we are culturally? That I don't think we there are five or ten year plans. I can look at I look at what our our peers over at the Daily Wire are doing. They're investing a huge amount of their own profit into into creating pop culture. I have no idea if that'd be successful. And frankly, from a business model standpoint, I doubt I'd recommend it. Okay, but I'm also not so I also wouldn't be so much concerned what my P and L statement looks like ten years from now because like in the next two or three years, we're either going to still be able to have businesses like this out in the open, or we're going to have to completely reinvent our business models because we're essentially verboten. That's why I think that's where we are. Do you think that's too harsh of a of an assessment? As always, Steve, it's it's too too light of an assessment. Okay. I mean, we don't even have a short term. We don't even have short term plans. This is. This is a Krav Maga moment when uh, the BLM Farrakhan dude has you on the ground and you got to do anything to to get that positive outcome and survive. This is has to be all about aligning our principles with our interests. Okay. All right, then let's go to the Disney groomer thing. Because I, I'm just really suspicious if I can't get people to go down the street to a school board meeting, I'm going to get 10 million people to cancel a Disney Plus account and 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 stop going to Marvel movies. I just don't see that as a as likely. I'm, I, there's a pocket of my audience that doesn't agree with that on any level whatsoever. But I think a better strategy, maybe you disagree. I think a better strategy is when you've got them by the short hairs, you squeeze, and it's you're far more likely to get one governor and about 20 state legislators that you need to swing a coalition to put a bill on his desk that takes away their their regulatory exemption that they have there in Orange County, takes that away from them. The kinds of things that allows them to dabble into groomer areas without worrying about a, a market blowback because they're protected by government. Take those things away, force them out now into an open market where you can pressure them and pressure their stock price i think that's got a lot more option of success than let's just boycott everything all of the time but what do you think we don't have the ability to boycott i mean that that's the reality show me how often it's successful very very rarely they control everything they're already on top of the hill um perhaps because we didn't do some of the other strategies we should have in the past this is where we are today so i agree with you it doesn't help and you know typically Republican governors are obsessively pro-business as an end to itself. And again, that would have worked back in the day, but now the businesses, the business interests are the enemies. So I would argue certainly what you're talking about, giving them that protected status in Orange County, but more in general, what you have continuously in these red states, I, I've heard this from a legislator today, uh, the leadership was like, yeah, you're more, you know, they offered... Uh, them to solicit ideas, you know, what, what sort of bills you want. And they're like more COVID. I thought COVID is over with. And what they want to do is more business tax cuts. And, and 
you know, certainly the carve outs are wrong. And that's what invited all this to the state and turned it blue. But even just the broad based tax cuts, you're, you're giving ammo to your enemy now. OK, you, you can't have cultural Marxism, artificial monopolies from all the anti-market policies we had built up over 40 years. And now they have a monopoly. Oh, I'm going to do another tax cuts. Th that, that's going to that's going to benefit them. Okay, this is a matter of understanding who the target is now and what the weapons are and understanding what time it is. And and, and that's the issue. Uh, they need to do battle with them. This is where Christy Nome failed. She felt that, you know, doing battle with business was too much collateral damage. Mm -hmm. The the proper outlook on that is not only are we willing to uh, incur that collateral damage. That's not collateral damage. That's even better than than the bill we're trying to pass. You need to force a self-separating. And look, you get 20 states to do this. It's going to be awfully hard for them to isolate and boycott, just like it's hard for us to boycott them. Good stuff, brother. We'll do it again soon. All right. God bless you. Take care. Take care. God bless. You know, trying to get involved uh, in the real estate market in any era can be difficult. But in these times of unprecedented stagflation, unprecedented times. Bing. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get away Todd with that. was on the ball. Yes, on he was. All right. Uh, make sure you go in with a real estate agent that you can trust. Where would you find one? Well, we made it as simple for you as we possibly can. Company started by Glenn Beck and some of his associates. Just go to this website. Realestateagentsitrust.com is where you can go so that just about anywhere you want to go uh, in the good old US of A, you can find an agent that uh, has a proven vetted track record of success and will manage your situation for you, not you for them. All right. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's where you want to go. The name kind of says it all. Again, head over to realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, we got about 90 seconds. Final thoughts. Uh, your boy Scott came through for me. That's a real estate agent I can trust. Oh, now. I wasn't sure that I had the clearance to go ahead and talk no, about you can. that guy. Yeah, no, okay. that, was, that was great. Find more people like him at realestateagentsitrust.com. People we don't trust, though. CNN and Disney. And, and pretty much everywhere else. And pretty much <laughs> everywhere else. Right. Yeah. Well, today's uh, conversation and real life events, you know, had me thinking that it, the question is even if we have time. It's like, isn't maybe the question time's up? And now we need to start uh, thinking accordingly. Maybe that's the only realization that's going to get a revival to happen. If we still think we have time, I think, I, I, I think we. I'm just at a bit of a loss for words. I don't. I. I. I'm very deeply disappointed in our our collective will. I think we we lacked the will to have long term solutions, and now we're in a position of just throwing as many hail mary passes as we possibly can with the clock sucks. with the clock that's with the time that's on the clock. That's where I think we are. I hope I'm wrong though. I just don't think I am. John three seventeen. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.